Good evening, ladies and gents. My name's Stuart Wade, and this is the Don't Lose Weight podcast. So, as you've probably gathered by now, all we've talked about so far is your mind, your mindset, thoughts and feelings, okay? Because again, these things are fundamental to achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve. We'll not get into the law of attraction right now, but that's a whole other thing with thoughts becoming things. And I might well go into that a little bit on uh, on another podcast. However, as powerful as the mind is, which there's absolutely no doubt is immensely powerful when you get it working for you. And to be fair, even if it's not working for you, it'll be certainly bringing about certain circumstances in your life. However, there comes a time when action needs to be taken. So, in our previous podcasts, we've covered your mind. We've covered thoughts and we've covered feelings. The other aspect to cover is actions or behaviours. And so, unfortunately, you are going to have to take some practical action in order to lose the weight that you want to lose, or whatever your goal might be. So today, we're going to talk about food. More specifically, we're going to talk about calories. Now, calories are important. They're not the absolute be-all and end-all per se. And my advice for anybody in terms of calorie counting would be, see what works for you. If you're the type of person that likes to quantify exactly how many calories you are consuming how many calories you are expending through exercise and your metabolic rate and and then even the macronutrients of, of food the proteins the carbs the fats if you are the type of person that likes to know exactly what you are putting into your body to fuel it that's great go for it fill your boots me personally I'm not as much about that. That being said, you do need to have an idea of how many calories you're consuming because if you're completely ignorant of it, you could very easily be consuming too many calories more than you're expending. And on the flip side, you could even potentially be consuming too few calories. And that also can affect your weight loss efforts. So, you need to have an idea of the amount of calories you're consuming. Now, food labels. Start having a look at the food labels on the packaging of whatever it is that you're eating. 
have a look at the, the total calories. Usually it'll say calories per serving or calories per 100 grams. Just roughly calculate how many calories you're having in a particular serving of food. Because in that way, it's easier for you to get your head around how many calories you're expending versus eating. And you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. That means that you need to be consuming, eating, fewer calories than you are burning off. If you're eating more calories than you're burning off, that's where weight gain happens. And obviously the reverse is true for when you're in a calorie deficit. Now you don't want to be too deep into a calorie deficit because again, the body almost goes into starvation mode. Then it thinks I'm starving. I need to conserve my energy. I need to conserve calories. I need to hold on to the fat stores that I have because I don't know when I'm going to get fed again. So it's, it's a, a bit of a balancing act. You need to reduce your calories enough whilst also keeping your metabolism at a certain level through exercise, ideally, in order to lose weight. And again, these things aren't black and white. These things aren't set in stone forever. Your body is great at adapting. Your body wants homeostasis. It doesn't, it wants everything to be nice and it doesn't want to change and all this. So your body's always trying to get back to that sweet spot. Okay. This is where weight loss plateaus come in. So after so long of eating a certain way, a certain amount of calories and doing a certain type of exercise, etc., etc., your body will adjust. You won't get the same benefit from your workouts. You won't get the same benefit from the calorie deficit because your body will adjust your metabol your meta bleh, easy for me to say your metabolism. Your body will adjust it to meet the new requirements for the new normal. So you need to keep changing it up. And when we talk about exercise, there's a principle called periodization, which is where the body transitions through different training phases, doing different types of exercises to keep the body on its toes, if you like. And the same is true with diet. But you can't necessarily just keep reducing the calories every few weeks or however the, the time period might be, because sooner or later you'll end up eating nothing and that's not good for anybody. So again, it's, it's finding... A balance it's finding what works for you what I say to all my clients is test it and see see how you feel first of all in yourself physically mentally are you functioning well are you thinking clearly do you feel tired or do you feel energized how are you recovering from your exercise do you feel fatigued for days on end or are you recovering sufficiently to go into your next exercise session? Things like this are good indicators for if you are providing your body with sufficient nutrition to support you. But again, everybody is different. Everybody has different activity levels, different food preferences, 
blah, blah, blah. So many different variables. So test it and see what works for you. The basic principles are the same. You need to be in a calorie deficit. You need to get ideally a good mix of protein, carbohydrates, and healthy fats from unprocessed sources, ideally. However, it's, it's one of those things where the more you look into these things, such as on Google, there's a million and one different strategies and methodologies out there advocated by various different people. And I'm sure they're all, they all have merit. But what my advice is, is try something. If it resonates with you and it works for you and you feel good with it, great. Go with that. If you feel like crap doing something or it's just not working for you for whatever reason, ditch it and try something else. Test it and see. There's a lot out there at the moment about being a vegan and there's other factions about the carnivore diet and all this, all these other things, keto, paleo, all sorts of different things. My principle is the same with these. Test it and see if something resonates with you, whether it's for biological reasons or, or in the case of veganism for protecting the planet, etc., environmental reasons, that's fine. Absolutely fine. As long as it works for you, you feel good with it and you're getting the benefit from it, that would be my advice with these things. So, homework for today is to just get familiar with your food labels, your calories, okay? And just as one little little side note on the end, a calorie is not necessarily a calorie. And by that, I mean nutritional value-wise, nutrient density-wise, let's say a 50-calorie piece of chocolate will not be as beneficial to your body as a 50-calorie apple would be. The apple is unprocessed, it has more fibre in it, it has lots of vitamins, whereas the chocolate doesn't. But in terms of the calories, they're exactly the same. But your body will derive more benefit from the natural produce because it has all these other things in it. The fibre, the vitamins, the antioxidants, etc., etc., that the chocolate doesn't necessarily have. But the calories are the same. So, again... Have an idea how many calories are in the food you're consuming and also get familiar with if a food has been processed and are the calories in one particular type of food more beneficial to you or detrimental to you than the amount of calories in another type of food. You don't have to go too deep into it. Just get familiar with it because it will stand you in good stead going forwards when you're preparing healthy meals to just have an idea of how many calories you're putting into that meal and then ultimately consuming in your diet. Okay, and that'll about wrap us up for today. Short, sharp uh, blast on calories. Oh, also, there's nine calories per gram of fat, four calories per gram of protein, and four calories per gram of carbohydrate. So uh, there's just some food for thought. And also there's seven calories per gram of alcohol. So uh, do with that what you will.
Anywho, always a pleasure, folks. Any feedback, please let me know. And until next time, I've been Stuart Wade. Take care.